0: Ladies and gentlemen, I have another quarantine review, and it is quite the gift. Um, Okay, so let's get started. The Gift. Uh, This was from 2015. Uh, It's a thriller, uh, intense movie. Uh, (laughs) It's a psychological thrill, and I love it. Um, the director was Joel Edgerton he actually was also in the film as Gordon uh, Mosley but he's nicknamed as Gordo throughout the film and of course starring Jason Bateman and his Jason Bateman's lovely wife who is Robin by Rebecca Hall um, even David Denman is in here uh, uh, Busy Phillips, Alison Tolman and even Nash Edgerton as well uh, okay so this, this is intense uh, even Wendell Pierce is in here by the way So, this film is not what I was expecting for a psychological thriller, and I'm very ecstatic about that. So, to kind of just read you the synopsis is, newly relocated to California, a man bumps into a former classmate, who seems friendly at first, but is soon revealed to be nursing a murderous grudge. Um... So, uh, first of all, props to Jason Bateman. I totally hate you in this film. (laughs) I totally, like, I was in love with that man for, like, forever, and now the gift has broken my heart. Um, so let's talk about the plot. So that's the synopsis, and spoiler alert, yes, I am going to be talking about spoilers because the spoiler is kind of not a spoiler, so there's so many twists and turns in here. And, uh, I have to give Joel Edgerton props. Everyone did a great job acting-wise, roles, um the way the scenes were shot. This is a fun film. Uh, if you like psychological thrillers and obviously if you like watching that kind of thing, you're twisted in Dark Soul like me. Now, basically what happens is Simon and uh, Robin, uh, which is played by Jason Bateman and Rebecca Hall, uh, they're a couple that's moving from Chicago. They move back out to California. Not really too far from where uh, Simon's character actually grew up initially. And he happens to run into... Uh, a former classmate from high school and that's where Joel Edgerton comes in he plays Gordo and at first he doesn't really remember him supposedly but they exchange information and by the time the couple returns home they see that you know basically Gordo knows where they live Uh, he left a gift for them and which they thought was a little creepy because they only exchanged numbers. And he leaves a gift for them. And then Gordo keeps stopping by the house whenever the wife was alone by herself. And Robin kind of doesn't mind him. She kind of just thinks of him as lonely. She's like, oh, whatever. He's just lonely. Simon is not happy to see this old high school mate. You're not really understanding why he's so tense around him. Like, why is he so tense? So what you end up finding out is... He invites Simon and Robin over to his house because he actually goes to their house to have dinner and because Robin invites him not Simon <laughs> and he tries to extend the hand back out to him to let bygones be bygones that's important into the film but anyway um, so as he invites him to the home they end up finding out that that's not really his home apparently he was just like a driver and he knew that the people who lived there were actually going to be on vacation. so he retold this entire story that was actually not true. And the whole time, Robin is extending like her, her heart out to Gordo um, you know, for sympathetic reasons. and she's trying to understand why there's so much tension between Gordo and her husband Simon. So what ends up happening is Simon has a word or two with Gordo after that dinner, uh, just because he told him, you know, basically stay the hell away from my family. And, uh, Gordo responds by poisoning the koi fish that he gave them. He killed the fish. And then he took the dog for like a few days. But the police were unable to do anything about it because they don't really have proof. As much as they would want to go do something, they don't technically have proof to go get a warrant. So eventually the dog is returned and he knows, like, Gordo's, like, playing games with him. So the whole time Robin keeps asking Simon, what did you do? Like, what? why is he like this? What's going on? So Gordo ends up leaving a letter saying, you know, I want to let bygones be bygones. I was willing to put everything behind us. I really did have good intentions the first time I spoke to you so the wife keeps asking questions why does he keep referring to this what's the problem like she's trying to you know find the root of the problem and Simon doesn't want to answer her questions he keeps brushing her off he's like no this is like this is part of the past blah 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 and what ends up happening is you find out later that apparently in Chicago she had a you know like a, a pill popping addiction and with this addiction uh, or some kind of like pill popping dependency and As this is all going on, uh, she ends up hearing little things where it sounds like Gordo's in the house again. And every time she goes to go look for him, she can never see him. So what ends up happening is one of the days that he goes to, uh, to the house, she doesn't see him, but she has such a severe anxiety attack that she collapses to the floor completely unconscious. And that day changes everything. So that's important because they get into a huge fight. Their relationship starts kind of dwindling down. And she's trying to explain to him, I don't feel safe in the house. I feel like this isn't over. She keeps telling him, I feel like something is wrong. Something is wrong. I think you need to go back and apologize. And again, she's still trying to figure out what to do. Like what happened. And Simon's just giving her a hard way to go. Telling her, oh, he found these pills. He's so adamant about having this huge fight with her. That he doesn't really listen to her. So time lapse, a bunch of things happen. Christmas comes. You find out that she's pregnant. They're finally going to get that family that they wanted or whatever. And, you know, they're excited. Wifey ends up finding out that after, like, kind of snooping around because she got tired of of all the, the craziness. So what ends up happening is that after it gets quiet for a little bit, Gordo is at... Outside of, a, uh, outside of a store watching her from the window and she sees him. So now it sparks her interest again. So now she's like, oh my God, I gotta figure out what's going on. So she digs up like old contacts, ends up speaking to uh, her husband's sister um, and she starts slowly piecing together until she finds one person who's willing to talk and it turns out Simon did something very nasty to this guy by starting a lie that literally destroyed Gordo's life. So here's where the spoilers kick in, right? What he does is he tells a lie with his friend, but he made up the whole story telling the entire school that Gordo was gay and that he caught him in the car being molested by an older boy. The story gets so out of hand that authorities end up getting involved. The kids start beating on him, teasing him all the time because they think he's gay. Then on top of it, his father's beating him because he thinks he's gay. His father gets arrested for trying to set Gordo on fire because he didn't like the fact that he was gay. His father gets arrested and the boy gets sent away. That's how serious that lie goes. And Simon apparently had opportunities of telling the truth. He just simply chose not to tell the truth, right? So as she finds this out, she's pissed because she's like, this is why this guy won't leave us alone. Like, holy crap. What the hell did you do? And they end up getting into another fight. And you start to hear, like, fragments of, like, something that's going on with him at work, but you're not too really too sure. So later on, as the story progresses, she's dealing with her pregnancy. She's doing all this other stuff. And then they're having a great dinner party because he just got this promotion. And it turns out the promotion he got was because he did the same exact thing he did to Gordo, but to another guy. And that gets blown up. Where the guy actually lost his job. Um, He actually gets fired in the process because he actually lied and fabricated like documents and stuff to prove so he could actually get the job instead of getting it honestly. And you realize this is what he's been doing his whole life. Fabricating things about people and then taking things from them. So now we have a problem because this is a psychological thriller because now you realize there are two enemies. And the guy he screwed over out of the job who lost his job actually comes by and throws rocks and breaks glasses in in uh, in his house. He has friends there who even see him and then at some point he's like, he feels bad for what he did so he tells them, Let him go when he realizes that the police are on their way. And you're like, that's a mistake. Because now there's two guys who are pissed at you who are obviously going to act out violently towards you. And so now it starts to pick up a little bit, right? So one of the things about Gordo is that Gordo was very infamous for leaving random gifts um, at the house. And they're having a baby shower you know she's about ready to 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 give birth she's about ready to pop so after that big huge night uh, of the promotional party she ends up going into labor so once again gorda leaves a lovely little gift at the house now here's the thing the wife ends up telling him, "Listen, I don't know if I want to go back to the house with you because she already knows uh, what happened. Because when she was watching the guy, uh, the second guy that she know knows of that her husband screwed over, the one who lost his job, his name is Danny." And she was listening to the fight and him telling, oh, you fabricated lies. I know you're the one that cheated me out of the job. I know it was you because I saw the email. And he's like spitting out facts. And she realizes, and he realizes amongst a group of their friends, he's done that same thing again. So she's already really upset with him. So uh, Simon goes home and there's a gift from Gordo there and Gordo gives him four gifts. So the first gift is the actual baby uh, bassinet, and inside the bassinet, there are three gifts. The first gift is a key, which he realizes is a key to his house. The second gift is a CD. He plays the CD only to realize that the conversation when uh, that he had with his wife, when Gordo had invited them for dinner, it's playing. So Simon was talking a lot of crap about Gordo while uh, while he was in the house. Uh, sorry, to, just to go back for a minute. When Gordo had invited them over as for like for dinner, um, Gordo ran out of the house for a second, and he ran out of the house I guess to see what they would say. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was talking smack. So he plays the CD, and then like some loud music interrupts it and then he cuts the CD off and he goes to go open a the third, a third gift. This is where it gets really dark and messed up. So the video is the third gift and this video shows him constantly in the house. So he's videotaping them having dinner, he's recording the wife when she's taking a shower, he's watching all of this. So what ended up happening is that day that he picked that fight with his wife uh, accusing her of being on drugs it turns out Gordo drugged her and that's why she was out cold when he came home and she was laying in the bed she had no recollection of how she got in the bed and which I thought was weird because I thought when you know when you're watching the film you see her collapse and even the clothes are picked up so you're like okay and she tried telling him like I fell and he accused her of you know oh it's probably because you took these drugs and Gordo leaves this messed up video and he picks up the wife and in the video he's wearing a mask so you can't say it's officially him but you know it's him and he uh, shows this video where he picks up the wife puts her in the bed lays on top of her And is slightly caressing her. And then he waves, um, he waves at him in the video. He gives him this as a gift the day his wife gives birth. And now his head is all types of screwed up. Because now he's trying to figure out, did he rape his wife while she was unconscious? And is that his, and is that his child? So... When I say karma, karma's a bitch. Oh my god. So he rushes all the way back to the hospital and he sees Gordo for a second. Gordo disappears and it really it really escalated. It's like, you know, wow, that escalated quickly. It was like one of those like anchor man moments. You're like, "What the f- what is this? Holy crap." So you start to really feel bad for the wife because she doesn't know any of this is really going on so gordo calls simon's phone while he's looking at him and he's like i know what you want you want me to tell the truth and tell you that everything's okay and that i didn't do it and gordo's playing with him he's like i guess you'll never know he's like but perhaps maybe you should look at the child usually it's in the eyes so you know bateman's got blue eyes so he runs back to go look and the baby's eyes are brown here's the problem the wife has brown eyes so like now it's completely messing his head up and one of the things that gordo tells him is should i tell her or are you going to tell her and you're like holy crap man holy crap and she already told him that she doesn't want to go back to the house with him and now he's got to figure out like does he tell her this and that's how the film just straight up ends and i'm like Holy crap, when they say revenge is a bitch or just in case, like, treat others how you would want to be, you know, done unto you. Yo, this needs to be played for bullies everywhere. I'm so serious about this. I just spent, like, 10 minutes talking about the plot. Actually, probably, like, 13, but... This movie is a lot of fun i don't care if you're listening to this and you're like oh well i already know what happens like no you need to watch this this film is so much fun just to sit there i was literally cooking and then i would stop rewind just so i could go back and catch where i was because some movies you know you can like walk away you're like all right the action great blah blah blah." this one i had to keep going back and i did not want to miss a single second because i knew every little thing mattered so good things about the film Every scene that's shot has a purpose. There is nothing that is wasted. Every actor they picked was good. Um, the twists and turns all the way at the end, because usually for your psychological thrillers, usually they're just trying to like kill the person or like scare them, and a person gets arrested. This is the utmost worst karma that you could possibly think of. This man wondering if this if his wife was raped because of something he did and if that's his kid. That is a burden, like, in a half. And even if he didn't do it, it still messes his head up. Like, it doesn't matter. The damage is done. So, um, I, I, I enjoyed the film. The music wasn't, like, like, overpowering. It wasn't anything like that. This is a fun psychological thriller. And I'm definitely putting this in one of my top favorites. Uh, especially in the horror thriller section. Because, um, this... This was amazing, and I'm I would gladly sit down and rewatch this again. This is this was worth the hour and 48 minutes. I am not kidding. Um, everyone did a great job, and I I just wanted to tell you guys because this this movie had me. I was I was on the edge of my seat, like oh my god. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and just as a PSA uh, kind of announcement, do unto others as you would have done unto you. I'm just because <laughs> this movie is intense. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed me talking about this film. Um, I I am gonna give it five out of five cadmas. I I oh I never done that one before. I'm saying that like I've done this show forever, right? But. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like the the plot twist. It wasn't so out of pocket because I hate whenever they uh, whenever films, especially uh, horror films when they throw in a random crazy twist just to make sure you understand it's not a happy ending. you're like, okay I get it but you couldn't do it like differently. And for me normally that's very frustrating but here you spend the entire film, up until the last minute trying to figure out who's going to attack him next. Is it gonna be the Danny guy? Is it gonna be, you know, uh, Gordo? What's what's gonna happen? Or are they both gonna tag team him together? I mean, your mind is racing because you're trying to figure out the plot. And then by the time the plot unveils itself the whole time, you're just sitting there like, holy crap. Because you're watching the video alongside Simon you start to realize, you know, because at first you start thinking he's just showing him like, ah, oh, I've always had access to your house uh i've i've been watching your wife but it isn't until the very last seconds that you see him fondling the wife while she's unconscious and him waving to the camera that you're like oh crap and he just cuts the camera and just leaves him there to wonder and i'm like oh my god there's nothing worse than the unknown that is the worst gift of all the unknown Please tell me after this you're gonna watch this uh, watch this film. It is it is it is worth every second. Um, make sure you guys are tuned in to everything that I'm doing because um, obviously uh, I need attention. because I'm making podcasts and I do entertainment. Um, I'm like a selective ham. I'm selectively I'm a selective mute who tends to turn on the hamness and then as soon as I turn the hamness on, that's when I'm like, all right, yeah, I did a performance. Okay, thank you for your claps and applause. Okay, I'm gonna go back into my little hole and like disappear again um but yes make sure you guys are following me on tiktok which is cadmania and then of course on instagram for curly cadma bitten apple tv on facebook twitter i do have snapchat but honestly god you'll never see me post anything um (laughs) uh, i'm also on tumblr as well Uh, i used to do more blogs but i am gonna probably get back to that now that the pandemic just seems to be extending um but yeah make sure you guys check them out i'm currently uh sponsored by one hope wine and very important that you keep this in mind when you go to uh, one hope uh one hope wine when you look down in the description of this uh, of this podcast you will see the website link to go to it is great tasting wine i'm talking about from cabaret um, um if you like sauvignon if you like pinot grigio if you like rieslings if you like rose peach uh pomegranate we've got it all and the best part about uh, that is that they ship from FedEx across the across the U.S. and you can donate to charities. You can buy one bottle. You can do a subscription if you want. They do a lot of wonderful things, and every purchase literally goes to charity, which is super awesome. The winery is actually uh, made out in uh, the wine is actually made out in in California. And everything's fresh, it's delicious, it's super awesome! So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys check out my, my, uh, my uh, sponsored shop, and then we'll take it from there. But holy crap, man, the gift. Ooh, that's got some twists and turns like nobody does. Stay tuned!